I've missed you all so much. I've literally have been thinking about all the listeners of the show and where you all reside. Knowing that kind of information warms my heart. It really makes this experience of doing the show feel more tangible if that makes any sense but anyways definitely reach out to me and let me know where you're listening from because that'd be the coolest thing to share with me so please do it all right diving straight into the tea this week's tea is real thai tea latte i again got this one as well at the 99 cent store As you've probably already guessed it by saying that, I stocked up on some different teas on my last trip to the 99 cent store. And I was like, hell, why not? They're only 99 cents. What what do I have to lose? Make it rain. And so I did. And Real Thai Tea Latte is, it's cute. It's in a, it's in a cute little, you know, slim glass bottle. The bottle is red and orange. And... It definitely tastes like Thai tea. I wouldn't say it's the real Thai tea, but it's Thai tea. There's nothing special about it. I was hoping there'd be a little, a little dash of a personality in the bottle, but it gets the job done. It tastes like your, it tastes like your, your simple, your, your starter kit to Thai tea. So if you've never had Thai tea, I would recommend this to to dabble in to stick your toe in but if you're looking for some some record breaking some pushing the envelope some new age new world Thai tea this is not it but hey it was 99 cents got the job done no complaints here I'll definitely put all the information that I can find of this tea on teawithtammy.net in addition to each week's tea being on teawithtammy.net, all the teas are now on Tea with Tammy Instagram. So follow Tea with Tammy. So that's T-E-A-W-I-T-H-T-A-M-I on Instagram to catch up on all the past tea, the current tea, and stay tuned for all future tea. Okay, so let's get into the real tea which is today's topics and to warn you but not really because everyone loves to talk about stuff like this or at least I think my audience does but today's or this week's topic is music so it's nothing but music talk so music talk alert if you're not down with the music talk I'm sorry exit stage left but if you are go ahead and make yourself comfortable because it's a great episode The first topic I would like to take a stab at, I don't know why I'm so violent today, (laughs) but the first topic I would like to get into is, unfortunately, Drake versus Meek Mill. Now, we we all know what this is. This has been going on, which seems like 20 years now, and at this point, we're pretty much all over it. But let's just let's just talk about this one last time. Drake did some shows. He did a show in DC, he did a show in Philly, and guess what Drake did? He of course came at the neck of Meek Mill. 
Drake bravely in front of, you know, the city of Philadelphia, it would seem like, and stated that Meek Mill, I don't ever have to run from you. I have no fear towards you. He said that you did that to yourself. He he said that. He he also says that you ain't really from Philly. He also called Meek Mill a pussy. Which makes me add, I did watch a recent Ebro in the Morning Hot 97 clip on YouTube. And it was them talking about the situation on if Drake went too far by saying these things. Now, I want to be clear on where I stand with the situation. Talking about this, Drake, is yes, beating a dead horse. This is an old topic that no longer needs to be brought up. But... At the end of the day, Meek Mill started this. Little Meeky waited until Nicki Minaj fell asleep, rolled over, and put his Twitter fingers to use and came for Drake, the sixth god. And unfortunately, if you're unable to finish it, you leave it up to your opponent to finish it. And they finish it on their time. If you come for me, oh, we're going to play my ball game you're not gonna tell me when it's time for me to shut up when you started it so although the topic may be old to my ears to drake he's like i can keep this going for how as long as i want because you know what meek you you decided to announce game on And so you know what? The game doesn't finish until I tap out. But going back into the topic of did Drake go too far by saying what he has said? There's some opinions from Hot 97, Ebro in the Morning saying that yes, he took it way too far to call someone a pussy on stage in their town, their city is, is crossing the line and you're coming for someone's manlyhood. But you know what I say to that? I say, fuck out of here. Who cares? Again, Meek Mill started this and came for his livelihood. He came for Drake's credibility, his reputation in this rap game. And we all know when it all boils down to things, reputation trumps everything. So if you no longer have your your credibility and your reputation and your G card, you're done in the rap game. So for Meek to try to potentially ruin Drake by saying that, you know, oh, he doesn't write his own stuff. That's like a big time hip hop no-no. And so Meek knew exactly what he was doing. So if you're going to come from my livelihood and my paychecks and my career, I'm going to call you a pussy all day, every day on site and on stage. No, I'm not one of those people who thinks that Drake calling another man a pussy is the end of the world. And even if it was, so what? He He's a grown-ass man and he's going to say what he feels like he needs to say. And if, if he's going to take the risk to say that in his enemy's hometown on, a, on stage in front of, you know, thousands of people, so be it. See what it comes of it. And I know there's people out there who are also saying, what good is going to come of this? The music stopped about this ages ago, and it's just going to escalate to violence. I understand where that 
viewpoint is coming from. But really, this started off of Twitter. If this was to really escalate to someone putting their hands on someone else, that would be the stupidest, worst look in hip-hop. I'm sorry. Like, it's okay to want to present yourself to be the tough guy. I understand why you want to pull up with 200 goons, Meek Mill, but for what? Why? Is it really, are you really that hurt? Especially if you're the one who started it. Like, just fall back and let this, let him just talk his talk and let it just die out on his time. Just be done because we've already ruled you as the loser of this beef. So why are you going to continuously pull up to for what? To prove what? You lost already. Why are you pulling up? You're just wasting gas. Save your allowance that Nicki Minaj gave you. Save that little gas money, that little convenience store money to let you just run to the stove and let you buy some candy bars. Just save it. Because you're wasting it on a battle that's already ended. Overall, I love it for the culture. I love beef. I've always said I loved beef. You can date me back four years on my YouTube channel that I used to have. Just talking about just good old beef and how whenever there's going to be hip-hop beef, I'm there on the scene and on the case. And I'm rooting for, you know, just the the culture. I just love it. This is, this is where hip-hop breathes. Call me an instigator, call me negative, call me whatever, but make sure you call me when that beef is going down so I can be front row with the tea. Transitioning to the next topic would be Tory Lanez, and I will transition by putting both six six gods, you know, back to back. Tory Lanez is also from Canada, Toronto, and... It's no secret that at times, Tory Lane sounds similar to Drake. Tory Lane's also sounds similar to Bryson Tiller sometimes. Unfortunately, Anderson Pack at times. And a few other artists as well. Future, Jeremiah, the list can go on. But the real news in all of this is that Tory Lane's dropped an album called I Told You. This album is it's good it's it's well done and props to Tory Lanez for putting out a nice project that's relatable that's gonna get play in the clubs and in my car a few times and so not gonna knock your hustle but I have to mention like I've already stated he sounds like other people often it's really putting me in a odd situation and an uncomfortable feeling that it's making me because I don't know if I should label him as very talented to being able to reach a lot of different sub genres or sub audiences within hip hop and R&B or should I just call him a copycat of several other artists? Which one is it? I really need to pick a side and really just go with that thought because at times I love Tory Lanez as I was listening to this album I'm like oh my gosh this is great this is this is what I've been needing and then on the other hand as I'm getting deeper into the album I'm like why why do you sound like future right now but with just a hint more auto-tune like you know I don't it's hard it's really hard Tory Lanez I don't know how to feel about you 
at times I feel I know who Tory Lanez is and his sound and then he switches it up and I'm like okay that's cool because you gotta keep me on my toes and I don't want you to be boxed in as an artist but are you just following the trends right now on who is popular on the radio and then just sounding like them no matter what the situation is or what side you may be on about Tory Lanez, at the end of the day, he made a great sounding project and I'll take the project for what it is and it's good. But him as a person, I'm a little iffy on and I don't know if I want to fully call myself a fan of Tory Lanez. But for now, for him, it's working. He may be the better versions of the people that he may or may not be copying. And a little fun fact about myself, my favorite Tory Lane song is Tiana when he actually, sh- you know, he, he really did shoot his shot to try and bag um, Tiana Taylor, but she was already, you know, wifed up. Not literally, but she was in wifey mode for, you know, Mr. Shumpert and, you know, they're now an item and of course have a child but I loved hearing that track and him really go in talking about dang I want to make you mine and it was just really cute that he was publicly shooting his shot a little side shout out big props for him for doing that but keeping the music talk going let's talk about the almighty the messiah the God himself, Frank Ocean. After many, many, many overdue days of just waiting on Frank to drop something, just a little something besides a Tumblr post, we finally got two albums and a magazine. And it really scares me because that may mean that we're never going to see Frank Ocean, (laughs) or at least not for probably a very, very, very long time. But I actually like this approach to dropping projects in general. I think as an individual, you should take the time to find yourself, put together something of quality, and then just you know, just deliver to overachieve. He he put out a visual album, an album, a music video, and a magazine, just back to back to back. And it's just like, damn, this is what you've been working on? So it really justifies and allow me to say, okay, you know, all these days suffering, waiting on you was worth it because I have so much to play with now. I have so much to enjoy. And I kind of wish a lot of other artists took this approach because I feel as though the game will never be oversaturated with Frank Ocean, yet we feel we got so much, if that makes sense. Since he's not on the scene every six months dropping something, we we have the time to create this buzz about him. Where is Frank Ocean? Frank Ocean, please drop. I mean, that can make or break you because if you don't live up to the hype, you, you definitely fall off. But it's Frank Ocean, so we knew he would live up to whatever you know, expectations we would put out there because he he's this very unique, mystical creature that we really don't even know what to expect from. So it's hard to even have high expectations because we don't know what he's going to do after being gone for so long. But let me digress. Let me Let me say this, though, which is going to disappoint 
probably a lot of you, I have yet to have the time to really, to really sit down and enjoy all that he's put out. And it sucks because in the back of my head, I'm like, I've been complaining for so long. Where's Frank Ocean? Frank Ocean, please drop something. And then when he drops something, I actually don't even rush to it. And it's because it's kind of, kind of surreal. I feel as though if I press play on one of his songs, it's just going to evaporate into the sky and glitter will just come dropping down from the clouds. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's it's hard to believe that Frank actually dropped something because I was so used to the mystical hype of him never dropping. But don't worry, the realization will most likely hit me really soon and I'll take probably, you know, a good three days to really dissect and breathe in Endless and Blonde and his magazine that he dropped. So I'm very excited. I'm also very excited that Frank actually dropped this album, Blonde, as an independent album. Isn't that amazing? Because it's it's expected to do high numbers in sales, just because, of course, the hype that we, we keep discussing. But to know that it's independent and he's going to get that money in his pockets. Oh my gosh, round of applause, standing ovation. That's how you do it, folks. That is how you win. So black people, take notes. When, you, when you're trying to get on, you know, do what you got to do at first. Grind, grind, grind. And then pay yourself at the end of the day. Boss up, sign yourself, and then pay yourself. I love it. Shout out to Frank Ocean because I want to be him when I grow up. All right. And the last thing I want to touch on, and I know I said that this week's episode was all music talk, but I realized I lied. This last one is, although comes from a music artist, it's really about their acting side and it's about Zendaya. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right because in many, many TV um, correspondents and hosts on you know TV and online have have said that her name is Zendaya, but I feel I feel as though I've heard people on Disney Channel say Zendaya, so I really don't know. I don't know. I really I'm out of the loop when it comes to pr- the pronunciation of her name. All I know is that she's one of the woke bays that I really do appreciate. And that she is rumored to be the new Mary Jane in the next Spider-Man movie. Now, if you're someone like me, which is a person of color, you are ecstatic. You are you are so excited to see more representation of yourself on the big screen. Let's be real. Most superheroes aren't people of color. And so to see people like Black Panther and then Iron Man's sidekick I don't know his name uh and then possibly Zendaya be Mary Jane this is this is amazing especially if you're you know you're kind of geeky and nerdy and you're into these things and you're a person of color you already feel like you're an outsider already and so to see that people of color can represent the characters that you love is is just astonishing it's amazing it's a great feeling but of course when, whenever there's talk of a person of color representing or playing a character that isn't originally a person of color, you, you get those, those Twitter trolls, those backwoods, underground racists come out of nowhere, out of the woodworks. 
many people on the internet, of course, are saying ignorant comments like, oh, so if Zendaya plays Mary Jane, can a white man play Martin Luther King? Just just dumbass remarks like that really get under my skin because one and foremost, um, Mary Jane is a fictional character. <laughs> so any damn body can play her. I'm sorry. And so if we're going to talk about a real living, breathing person that was on earth, um, yeah, we're going to get someone who looks like him, acts like him. You know, just, of course, we're going to try and fit it to the T. But if it's someone who came from fairy tale land <laughs> and was made up and created, well, then we can experiment. And then there's people who are like, oh, my God, like, um, doesn't Mary Jane have red hair? And as if we don't know what weave is or hair dye is, um, Zendaya slays all day, every day. I follow her on Snapchat and Instagram, and she can pull off any hairdo, point blank, period. And if you don't believe me, you can ask Julianne Rancic. And if you don't get that reference, well, then Google is a thing. But anyways, whatever character is thrown to Zendaya's way I'm rooting for her I'm behind her supporting because one like I said before she is woke bay and two she is a beautiful person of color she she has a blended family which I love you know she's mixed and she just reminds me of my sister so that's why I really love her my little sister looks like her at at times because she's mixed and so it's just she's just close to my heart already and just one more little bit to add to you know Zendaya possibly playing Mary Jane is that moving forward in this world we're all we're all more blended I should say there's a lot more interracial couples there's a lot of mixed more you know mixed children and so if we're gonna have characters on the big screen entertaining us they have to reflect us we want to see ourselves on the screen we want to be able to relate and so um since the you know our population is becoming more mixed and blended maybe we should have more mixed and blended people on tv let's just have an accurate representation on television not everything has to be a white person we can have black we can have asian we can have hispanic we can have mixed we can have the actual people who live in america on tv as well and if that's too much for you, if that's breaking too many rules in your book, well, then I think maybe you should do some soul searching and some self-evaluation because you might be a racist. Whew. Now that I've gotten, you know, I feel like I should just always end the episode just venting about some racist shit that's always online. And so I did that last week with the whole Black Olives Matter that really got under my skin. And then just the critics of Zendaya playing Mary Jane has really, of course, um, (laughs) grinded my gears. So maybe that'll be a new trend. But as for music talk, music talk alert is over. You can now proceed to the regular schedule. (laughs) I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. But Music Talk is over. Um, This was a music edition of Tea with Tammy. A lot of people have been asking me to talk more about music just because I've come more from a music background on what I've discussed in the past when it comes to YouTube channel 
and blog posts. So I thought I should visit home and get that. Let me talk my talk. Talk my music talk. And speaking of music talk, there's a new playlist on twithammy.net and soundcloud.com slash twithammy. And this is volume nif, which would be volume nine, if you don't know French. I hope I pronounced that correctly. I haven't taken a French class in in a while. But if you ain't know, I'm trying to sharpen up on my French. So that's why all the volumes are in French numbers. So, yes, we're on volume nine, though, if you're unfamiliar with the French numbers. I will say this playlist is pure fire. I love incorporating older songs and mixing them in with the new songs, hype and low key, you know, casual and club introvert and extrovert and so it's it's for everyone this playlist definitely check it out soundcloud.com slash tea with tammy and tea with tammy.net also don't forget to check out all the teas on the instagram for tea with tammy and of course follow me on twitter facebook and linkedin for more additional information about the shows about the teas about the playlist and of course the blogs I don't know about you all, but I think Music Talk was a success and I can't wait till next week's episode. So don't forget to tune in next week. Episodes every Wednesday and your girl upgraded her SoundCloud account so I can keep this podcast going. I didn't think I'd make it this far. And so next episode should be fire because it's episode 10. I feel like it's an anniversary already. So let's go big. Let's go, you know, go hard or go home. So stay tuned for that. And meanwhile, while you're waiting for the next Tea with Tammy episode to drop and the next Tea with Tammy sound to hit the streets, relax, get your money right, and sip some tea.